This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Narcissists are oftentimes the best at giving double standards and completely being hypocrites in what they do on a day-to-day basis. You may ask, how do I know this? Well, one, because I'm going to talk to you about this book, on The Narcissist in Your Life, and two, because I'm a narcissist. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this platform running raw motivations to help provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. And as a company, we do this in several different ways. We do this by being on the platforms, communicating on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and try to be able to spread that awareness of what narcissism is and the destructive nature that it has how it destroys families, how it hurts friendships, how it destroys relationships, every single aspect of that. And we do that by producing the content. We do that by talking to people one-on-one to engage with people to try to help them break free of the trauma bond, how to help them get free and get past the detox phase of getting away from that addictive person and help them establish clear boundaries and clear goals as they get clarity in their lives and set up ways to not go back and also to not go forward into another toxic relationship. We do one other live event, and that's on Monday nights from 9.30 to 10.30 p.m. inside our app that we've created. And it's called the NARC app, N-A-R-C, Narcissistic Abuse Recovery Community. Inside that app, we have these lives that are inside there to provide a secure place for people to ask questions, and they're not worried about other people seeing it that might be out and about in the world that could be with legal matters, that could be with a narcissistic ex, like an abusive spouse, like all those type of things. So we keep that secure, and we do that to help promote community. We've got a community of like-minded people, of survivors and thrivers, people that are in that community that are working on bettering themselves on a day-to-day basis, that are working on recording and logging their truth. And remembering, hey, this is what happened. They're there writing down and recording their no contact of, hey, it's been 23 days. I got to make it to 24. Like, I can't contact them. I got to make it to 25. Like, we got to keep stepping and growing. There's courses on there for you to learn and understand. There's monthly coaching. There's discounts on the coaching packages. There's all different types of stuff that we're putting in there because we want to have a resource for you to grow, change, and heal. And you can heal. So often it's so hard to be able to heal when you've been with a narcissist because so many things are convoluted and confused in your brain. And that's often because of the narcissist's double standards and how they're very huge on their hypocrisy and how you see that in a day-to-day life. So I want to kind of talk to you about a couple things. We're looking at the book here, The Narcissist in Your Life by Julie Hall. So recognizing the patterns and learning how to break free. Okay. So if you want to get this book, feel free to be able to check it out. You can grab it on Amazon. But right now we're going to be talking about recognizing the narcissist hypocrisy. So listen here. Bottom line, narcissists will always place their needs before yours. They have a pathological disorder that makes them different from the neurotypical people. For the non-disordered, it's extremely difficult to comprehend the narcissistic mindset. They're riddled with hypocrisy and contradiction that that make no intuitive sense to those who are emotionally stable. So let's look at a couple of those. We've got a couple of them here that I want to be able to list out. The narcissist is profoundly selfish, but lacks a core self. 
Sometimes people have the misconception that a narcissist is like so self-centered in the aspect of like they give themselves self-love. And the idea of like, oh, they love themselves so much. Like they're so full of love for themselves and that's why they're that way. I'm expressing it a little bit accentuated just so you can be able to see. But sometimes people have that thought process when in reality, like the narcissist doesn't have that love for self. Even if you think about the story of narcissists, like back in Greek mythology, the idea where he stared into the pond so long that he wasted away and died because he was so infatuated with his image. That's not a definition of self-love. Self-infatuation, being being infatuated with the mask, with the perception, with the vision that's there, but not actually about love for himself because he didn't get up and take care of himself. So as a result, he died. Okay. Number two, dismisses others' abilities and achievements and overestimates his or her own. The narcissist will look and be like, wow, like you like did an awful job at that. But look at me. I did this amazing thing. And it'll be like completely like not even on the same page. You're like, you just built a car, you know? And they're like, yeah, well, I could have done better. Look, I just built a little like matchbox car. Isn't that amazing? You know? And they expect to be congratulated for stuff that really doesn't even match up. So it's something to be able to think of. Number three, feels intense shame and readily shames and blames others. Sometimes people are like, wait, like they feel like this type of shame, like they feel bad in one sense. Okay, not necessarily like bad as far as like they have, they go through life feeling all this guilt. Like that's not a part of it. But the guilt oftentimes triggers the idea of shame. So they box up the guilt, they put it away, and then they experience shame. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Shame. When you think of narcissism, think of narcissism as having a giant raging river underneath and that river is raging is the idea of shame. It's always there, it's always going, and it's affecting everything that they do. But they don't want to acknowledge shame. They don't want to admit that it's there. They don't want to sit in the aspect of shame and realize what they've done, what's going on. So they internalize it, they feel it, and then they take it and they throw it out at you. Because they don't want to experience that longer than a second. And so they're gonna shame, they're gonna blame you. Number four, is hypersensitive to slights and criticism while being hypercritical of others. They'll attack you over like the littlest things. And then when you try to address them about one small thing, game over, they like blow up. Being critical on both sides, how it looks is very hypocritical for the narcissist. Number five, expects a free pass, but is intolerant and unforgiving. I had someone ask me one time on a live event, they were like, you know, back when you were having affairs and everything like that, what would have happened if your wife would have cheated on you? And I said, I would have left. Like it just, it was, it was just immediately like, that's the thought that would have happened at that moment in time. The black and white thinking of, hey, everything out there is black and white. So if you cheat on me, then I'm leaving you, but I can cheat on you and I'll feel okay about it because I'm lying to myself saying that I'm a good person. And the lies that I believe, I did a series on that, the lies that I believe that I started learning by going through the Wake Up Warrior Challenge, by working on myself, by being in therapy, the lies that I believe kept me in that loop of saying, 
this is what I can do, but I'm still a good person. I can go out and cheat, but I'm still committed to my wife. That's how the lies worked in my head. Number six, expects adoration, but treats others with indifference and contempt. A narcissist is entitled. They're entitled to what you're going to give them. And so they feel like, hey, I deserve this. I deserve you to adore me. I I deserve you to serve me. But then you're like, can I just get a hug? Like, can I just get an I love you? Can I just get a kiss? Like, what's actually going on? And you see it on the other side that they don't give that back. It's like a giant sponge that never squeezes it back out. All they are is just sucking everything up, and they're not willing to actually put it back out there. They're not willing to engage in that way with other people. Number, uh, number seven, demands loyalty and support, but readily betrays and abandons. This is why a lot of times you'll see, kind of exactly the example I was given earlier, this is why a lot of times you'll see cheating relationships that the narcissist expects the person to forgive them on every single count but then they can do whatever they want. Number eight, demands control, but accepts little to no responsibility. With a narcissist, they want great power, but no responsibility. They want power to be able to control and do whatever they want, but they don't want the responsibility and accountability of what they're going to do with it. Because what they're going to do with it is serve their own pleasures and do whatever they feel. And so you have to be careful with that because with great power, comes great responsibility. The narcissist believes with great power comes freedom, but it doesn't. It just puts them slaves to their own impulses and compulsions, and they they keep going through the cycle every single time. Number nine is self-serving, but expects generosity. Self-serving of like, everything goes back to me, but um, why aren't you sharing? Like, why aren't you giving me the last bite of your pie? Like, why aren't you, why didn't you think of me when you went to the store? Like, why didn't you, you know, invite me, you know, to go out? You know, why didn't you pay? Like, all different types of things. Like, I'm going to serve myself and then you're supposed to serve myself. Okay, that's why with narcissists and with money, uh, what's mine is mine and what's yours is mine. Like, there's not a give and take. Like, it's all the narcissist and that's the mindset. All right, the last one here, number 10, is disrespectful but demands special treatment. The special treatment, the special adoration, the special praise, like all this type of stuff of like, hey, you need to be nicer to me. Like you, we need to work on your issues of being nice. Like you need to work on your communication. You need to get into therapy. And the narcissist puts everything back on you and expects the special treatment back on them. They'll be mean. They'll be nasty. And then they'll be like, why are you being mean and nasty back to me? So it's very hypocritical, disrespectful, but demands special treatment. Last thing it says here, narcissist overcompensations for underlying emptiness and shame appear outrageous because they are outrageous. Their double standards are unjust and irrational, but make, but make sense in their disordered mind. Narcissist condition is pitiable, but dangerous. Cognitively, they are adults, but emotionally, they are toddlers. Would you trust a toddler to understand your feeling, care about your needs, make decisions for you, or be a parent?